Okay, uh, good morning, Bats Black. Welcome into studio with us this morning, live and in person. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Are you good form? Yeah, all good. You're out and about promoting promoting your latest thing. There's I am. So many things. Um, you were in danger of being typecast as a bit of a tough guy, weren't you? Because of well, you tell us why. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not really a danger. It's like uh, I don't mind being typecast, be any cast <laughs> in in this industry. Um, but yeah, I do get the drug dealer and the bad guy quite a lot. Um, and then as an artist, you know, you want to express more emotions than that sometimes. And you can talk about it all day long, but going and showing cast and directors and the industry um, something and that's by writing your own stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can show them a different different side of you that um, you're image doesn't define you as an artist. Does it wear you out when people mention the tattoos straight off? A little bit, but I'm used to it, you know. Um, but, it, you know, sometimes it can take 10 minutes to get past that barrier to get to... 10 minutes? To the re- <laughs> Depends. A... It's quicker at a checkout in a supermarket, but... Uh, oh, no. Yeah. What, what happens at a checkout? Uh, it's just... It, I, I kind of turn into robot mode, you know, with the answers because <laughs> I've been doing it for so long. And no, but what do they say you know, Just, you know, the usual, did it hurt and... Are they everywhere is a, <laughs> is a common one, you know. Um, but yeah, I go into robot mode and I try and be as polite as possible as long as they're not crossing the line of, you know, being rude. <laughs> that maybe does happen. It does, from time yeah, to from time to time. And is yeah. it related as well to the kind of society's views of tattoos, uh, particularly tattoos on, on, on the face and head? Because, uh, you know, kind of, kind of Hollywood has done that for us as well, haven't they? They've kind of yeah. associated with uh, gang bit. violence in America and all that. A little bit of that and, you know, a little bit of stereotyping. And, um, you know, as humans, we judge aesthetically. That's that's what we do. It's our defence mechanism. And I completely understand it. Um, but just because you judge and have an opinion doesn't mean that you have to always express it, you know. Um, you know, as your mother says, you're nothing nice to say. Don't say that's, anything That's really good advice that almost nobody takes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, especially in Ireland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I understand that. And, and the generational thing that, you know, it was stigmatised to do with, you know, prison and all that side of it, you know. So that that's prevalent a little bit mm. as well. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just an art form. And Now, you clearly love... Uh, body art and all that Are, is there on the flip side of that is there nearly a danger it's becoming a bit too mainstream because there's a huge number uh, a little, yeah a little bit um, <laughs> it's kind of taken the punk rock out of it, <laughs> it you know a little bit yeah um, the rebellious side is kind of mm. fading and wandering a little bit especially with you know pop stars and footballers and yeah. um, celebrities more and more uh, it's becoming you know you're almost cooler if you don't have a tattoo these <laughs> days right. you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I even saw about it in the last month the London Metropolitan Police lifted its ban on tattoos uh, and airlines and so on as well they've had to do it because of the sheer volume of people because they'd be just deleting uh, roughly a third of the population of prospective candidates Exactly yeah yeah. that's what I say they're going to have to start changing because so many people you know have them these days yeah. they'll have they'll have no workforce left You mentioned punk because you, you, punk is a big thing in your life Yeah always has been yeah yeah and I suppose it goes with the rebelliousness yeah. you know um, but no always always been fascinated with music um, ever since uh, if you ask my mother, I've been drumming since the age of three or four, you know, and always hung out with my cousins. Uh, they always had bands. And, and so I started really young and I've always been in bands for as, as far back as I can remember. But um, yeah. Was Drogheda a big punk scene? Uh, at one stage, yeah, it would have been. The music scene was amazing in Drogheda. It was always independent um, gigs going on. Amazing music scene. And sadly, that's kind of died away, you know, these yeah. days. Um, and in Dublin, it's kind of had a resurgence of the last few years. You know, the the punk gigs and the DIY style is coming back slowly but surely, which is nice to see. 
Speaking of the, the DIY style of doing it yourself, uh, you have written, directed and acted. Uh, you've done a couple of short films which have won awards and things, but this is a debut feature film. It's called Dublin Crust and it's coming to the cinemas. It's about punk, isn't it, essentially? It is, yeah. And I want to come later to the fascinating story how you managed to get your indie film a cinema release, which seems an almost impossible uh, thing to achieve. Uh, but just tell us about Dublin Crust and, and the punk element. Tell us what the, the film is about. Yeah, well, Dublin Crust and like from the outset the important thing about the movie is you do not need to like punk to like the movie um it's not about that it's a character story it's about yeah. retribution and um so that was a really important element now having said that anybody that has seen it who wouldn't necessarily be into that style of music they have been converted <laughs> so yeah, they yeah. tell me you know because the music in it and uh, we got some amazing amazing independent irish artists which is great and yeah I love promoting that side of it as well. And even um, Killian Fitzgerald, who's an if the winner, he did the sound mix on the movie. And afterwards he was like, Baz, do you mind me asking how much did you pay for these bands? And I was like, why, what you mean? He's like, they're huge, like they're amazing. And he just thought that they were these like massive bands, like, you know, from America or whatever. And I was like, yeah, so I I was like, I literally either toured with them or knew them personally. And so, yeah, the soundtrack, the soundtrack is amazing. Do you know, since Um, you're talking about, and the music is incredible in the film. And and I second that. Well done on getting these huge bands. <laughs> I'm gonna. Pl- I have to play a clip because it it just sets the scene really nicely for us and what we're talking about. So cool. uh, here's a little clip of the intro from Dublin Crust. That's only the second time I've heard that, and I'm like, I'm just kind of singing along to it already. You know, it's, it's catchy, catchy yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's catchy. Yeah. How like the the music is hugely important to the film. Yeah, it's massive, and um, it just it fits the scene so well. Um, and um, we wrote two original songs that the band play throughout the film. Yeah. Which is amazing um, because, you know, it is loosely based on a band that I was with for eight years. Um, so the singer Eddie and the guitar player Andy, um, they are the real guys from that band. Um, and then Joe Rooney joins us on bass, who was also prevalent in the music industry He's for a indeed. long time. Yeah, <laughs> comes um, Joe shortly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so writing the original songs, it, it was amazing. And it was like art imitating life because it is 10 years since we broke up with that band. Oh, right. And then going back into the studio and writing these songs with the guys and anybody who's seen the movies, you know, the natural element of it was really important, uh, especially when we're just around talking as a band because it is natural. It is us. This, you know, so that was really, really important to me. And the, um, those performances are really good, by the way, particularly um, particularly when the band are all coming together because, so your character is just out of, out of jail. Yeah. Out of prison, and, and yeah. he wants to uh, uh, reunite this band. Uh, yeah, and the various things have gone on in their life and so on. Yeah, so basically, yeah, I, I played a drummer, Bonehead, and um, I've just served five years in prison for mistakes that were made that you see in the movie why he ends up in prison um, and I've got to say it's a comedy by the way it is a comedy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> the opening yeah, scene is a very comical <laughs> crime that <laughs> yeah. lands him in prison there's, there's a good mix of drama and comedy there I suppose is, yeah. Yes, but yeah I come out and um, I, I'm trying to reform the band and it was my fault obviously that the band split up and mm. 
Eddie the singer is having none of it. He hates me. Um, and then it's his partner, Tracy, that's really the, the root of us getting back together. So she's yeah. the instigator of it all. Um, so, yeah, it is a kind of a stereotypical getting the band back together um, and then retribution of character. Uh, but my character is a little bit shady and his intentions are not exactly pure and, uh, and, yeah. and desperately sad moments. In it. I mean, you've got it all in there. And the fun for an Irish audience is this is shot uh, around uh, around Dundalk and uh, Andrade as well. Andrade and Dublin, yeah. And Dublin, yeah. 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 So um, <laughs> for our sins, we did 32 locations in seven days oh uh, across three counties. So this is when you get to the independent side of... Seven Phil- days? Yeah. It was, is the whole thing uh, shot? Yeah. Go away. Yeah, we did two pickup scenes um, on two separate days after it. So, but yeah, the primary shoot was seven days. Now, it did not start out like that. It started out as a six week shoot <laughs> and <Yeah>. then <laughs> the budget dwindled. And, you know, that was the only way we could do it. So it was just hell for letter getting in there. We did two days straight at one point and you know you just it was the only way we could get it done <laughs> Tempers free yeah. and I'm sure some curious incidents along the way when you're trying to set up shots and uh, in your locations and all that definitely yeah there was there was one location that we had um, a car sales room signed mm. sealed delivered uh, it was a Sunday afternoon 50 cast and crew standing outside uh, an hour went by nobody showed up with the keys ringing emailing uh, luckily my brother owns a print shop we print in Andrada so I rang him as I like, get the keys now <laughs> we're using we're using your print shop and actually for the, the car lot we were just sticking for sale signs on random people's cars in the parking lot and they were just coming back being like what and I was like for continuity just give us a second let us get the shot you know yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but that, that's that's indie filmmaking you wow. know it's either you, you sink or you swim, you know. Yeah. And it is very much the, the kind of punk culture of mm-hmm. do it yourself and uh, don't sell out. Is that that's part of punk don't as well? Out. I've sold out with a cinema release. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How in the name of God did you do a seven day film? And it looks like a very accomplished film, by the way. You know, you hear something that's done on a small budget, seven days in Ireland, you're thinking, oh God, this is going to be a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously good enough to get a, a big screen release. How did you, did you do that? Yeah, um, you know, and... I think we get like a little bit of leniency with the style of the movie it is because it is about a punk band, you know. Yeah. So technically there is stuff, but it was literally, you know, set up, get the shot done and, and get out of there. Um, and I have to say, like the, the local communities as regards to locations and letting us film in places like that, that really, really helped us, you know, get across the line. Um, but yeah, like it was it's the usual independent filmmaker story that we went, we tried for all the funding Um the script originally I uh, got into the, the Dublin Screenwriters uh, competition and I got to pitch to five of the production companies and three of them came back and they were interested. And But they were like, you can't make it for under a million. And I was like, cool, are you going to give me a million then? And they were yeah, like, yeah. no, go get the fund and come back to us. Um, so we tried everything and we, we filmed a, a pitch concept trailer, you know, trying to get the funding. Um, so we just failed at all that. So we had to do it DIY. So mm-hmm. we had to raise the money ourselves and really think outside the box and, and raise, raise the capital as much as we could. You're somebody who um, just gets things done. I'm getting the sense. Yeah. Just, with a lot of help from loved ones in your life. Definitely, yeah. Um, and I mean, like my wife, Emma Ray, who's the producer of the film and the editor as well. Um, and we have a production company, Sherlock Productions. So, you know, uh, there was tears Sher- shed Sherlock along the way. Sherlock, yeah. Oh, yeah Sherlock. Sherlock. <laughs> 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 Trying to explain that to anyone outside Ireland. I think we're saying Sherlock, you know, but it's, ah, Sherlock. Um, 
yeah so you know and and just a team and it does take an army to get these things mm. done and you're relying on so many people and there's so much that goes on you know behind the scenes and the work and it's so easy to just watch the movie and you know be critical about some stuff but you you just no idea what it takes just to, to get there uh, of you course know? yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think people would be generous in that regard so you were mentioning the production companies kind of turned you down so how do, so, but it ends up in the cinema how do you do it yeah so um, I mean like getting the thing made was amazing and then um, you know clips from the the movie went viral over a million times and we uh, absolute guerrilla marketed the hell out of it you know it really really went to town on it and through that then we got meetings with distributors that were interested in it Um, but again then we we had to apply for completion funding and we waited three months and we returned then for that even though we had proof of purchase Um, so basically after so much turmoil I just cut out all the middlemen and just went directly to the source and I, like this is the thing like I'm tenacious interesting like, idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just, I just, I just yeah. don't give yeah. up yeah, yeah. Um, so I just went to straight to the head of Omniplex and <laughs> cheekily <laughs> reached out and I was like listen now in fairness he had already uh, heard about the movie and he commented on the, the marketing the campaign marketing. that we'd done so anyway booked a meeting with their booking agent and, and sales reps and then we had a private screening for them and uh, they they loved it and we, yeah. we sealed the deal from and, there yeah. and they know their cinema yeah so yeah so it's getting a, a nationwide release yeah just... so um, we're releasing on the 1st of September in uh, Omniplex and then on the 15th of September it's uh, Odeon oh so, very good yeah okay. so we're getting the, the two of them and then depending on how it, it it goes, we'll just keep rolling that, it that's out. It. And, well, that's like know. every film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's a great spread, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I can't and believe it. <laughs> I know, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And I just, I'm fascinated by this whole, um, the do-it-yourself, the tenacious idea behind punk. Because we know, and I, I, how do you define punk? And I don't mean as a musical style, but as kind of like a community and what you're trying to say to the world. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, Punk for me, um, I'll tone it down because there is a line about punk for me in the movie, but there is a bit of swearing in it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's really for me, it's about um, being yourself, being an individual. And but at the same time, coming together with like minded people, you know, and yeah. not always being do do what you're you're told to do, you know. Okay, so, yes. yeah, a little bit of the rebellious side of it. And the authority. And the authority. And yeah. conformity. Yeah, a little yeah. bit without going too too far yeah, with it. And it know? has been kind of mainstreamed a little bit, hasn't it? It has a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like I said, the kind of the DIY side of it is coming back a little bit. That's now. really important. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Joe Rooney, who's the he's the bass player and he's a bass player. He, he was in his own punk band, wasn't he? Right? He was yeah. in the same part around roughly the northeast. Yeah, yeah. All around. And, you know, he still incorporates music into his stand up show. And, and stuff like that and you know he plays um, he plays Terence in the movie and Terence is you know um, he's he's on the, the wrong side of the law shall we say and he's he's quite a serious character but uh, he reveled in, in that fact you know because a lot of comedians they love to go to the, the other side of it yeah. you know and basically in the movie everybody's terrified of Terence and uh, but he was he was absolute amazing to work with he was a joy um, so yeah we had we had a lot of fun and then him just being back you know, playing music with the bands as well. He mm. was he was loving it. So it's a great diversity for Joe's portfolio from uh, Killing the Scully, Father Ted, <laughs> yeah. Dublin Crust, Dublin Crust, yeah. cast Joe against type. Uh, good morning. Uh, this says this text for I'm the festival director for the Underground Cinema, which starts on September eighth to the tenth. Just listening to Baz Black, he's uh, he's got three. He's in sh- three short films this year. Two features. We're opening with his feature film Dublin Crust. He's an incredible, versatile actor and a true rising star. Says Dave Byrne, festival director of the Underground Cinema. Yeah, Dave is like uh, an absolute champion of independent f- 
filmmaking and this is the 14th year and like my short films have been in in the festival for many yeah. years and he was one of the ones that encouraged me to go and you know make the feature and uh, made sure I was under no illusion how difficult it was but yeah. um, he, he is absolutely a champion of independence so the honour of actually opening the festival uh, is, is amazing and on the, It's the really age, cool yeah. uh, People will know you from, from two seasons of Kin Yes. R- remind us. Speaking of typecast. Typecast. Yeah, yeah. Jed Delaney, uh, drug dealer. Uh, yeah, all, like, you know, short lived, small parts, but it was just amazing. Uh, first of all, to get it the first season and then just to be asked back uh, was absolutely amazing. And uh, I have Peter McKenna to thank, thank for that. Uh, but an absolute joy to, to work on both seasons. Um, Wish I had been more, but that's that's always <laughs> the way, you know. Yeah, yeah, Peter. Yeah, yeah. He actually, yeah. He spoiler alert. I die. Okay, in season two, but uh, he he was at a premiere of one of a movie that I was in, and the first thing he said to me is like, "I'm so sorry, Bas, because he killed me off." But look, these things but look, have to still happen, memor- you know? memorable turns. Uh, acting is obviously something you really, really enjoy. Um, were there opportunities or why did you kind of veer towards one path of life why, when you were growing up in Drada uh, rather than acting was that not an option? Yeah well I started in um, theatre uh, a little bit when I was younger in Drada but Drada's the type of place where you get your head kicked in if they find out you're doing theatre <laughs> so I went over to the punk some bands Some small <laughs> parts of Drada <laughs> Some small parts what bands yeah, yeah. Yeah. As in every town As in every town yeah. um, So it was cooler to join the, the punk band and then martial arts was a big part of my life as well ah, so yes. kind of swayed into that and then um, which martial arts? Uh, jiu-jitsu okay. so yeah that takes a lot of time and effort I'd imagine a lot yeah I was on the European jiu-jitsu team and you know so it was uh, it was full time I was training like six days a week at one stage and so, yeah so. For, so Ireland obviously yeah, yeah, yeah for Ireland, Ireland yeah so we travelled all over yeah you so. nearly br- brush past that because oh, just, just, <laughs> the world of past black that's just like a minor <laughs> accomplishment just throw that in there yeah. um, so then yeah it was like true um I suppose the image then I started doing what you would call like alternative modeling and I did get roped into it. I had no intention of doing it. It was just the image. Um, and then I started getting asked to do What's music videos. Just like uh, an alternative looking person modeling. So it was the tattoo image. Anybody that looks different, it's like an alternative form than your stereotypical. Definitely. Modeling. You yeah. got the last end of that, I <laughs> the would last say. End yeah, because yeah, yeah. no alternative yeah. modeling. Everyone is tattooed <laughs> yeah, at this stage. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, so, yeah. And then I got asked to do music videos and so reignited the acting bug through that uh, and I've been plugging plugging away ever since and then it was when I was in Bow Street um, training that it was the likes of like Sarah Hone uh, and Shimmy Marcus that encouraged me to write my, my own material and to cast myself in roles that I wouldn't necessarily be seen as you know so I have a lot I have a lot for them to, to thank And you've uh, books as well? I yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I released a book. Yeah, um, that was a bucket list thing. <laughs> I think it's a one and done thing. Yeah, but um, the rights to that have been bought by a UK company to possibly make it into a, a movie or a TV series. Wow. So, what was that called? That uh, was a that was it, a hit. Uh, uh, yeah, it did well. Yeah, it was called Ink Princess. It was like uh, fictionalized but set in the tattoo tattoo world. So that yeah, that was two thousand sixteen. I think I released that. So you kind of got that tick tick, off, tick off. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. this is in a big screen movie. Tick. What's going to be next then? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the sequel I, to Dublin Crust. <laughs> I'd be scared for all of your friends <laughs> for whatever yeah. project he decides to encounter encounter next. Um, so, so tell us where where are we going to see Dublin Crust and, and from when again? So it's going to be across the Omniplex chain, yeah, and on the from the first of September. Um, then we have a special screening in the Whale Theatre on the fourteenth in Greystones, uh, and then on the fifteenth it's released in all the Odeon, uh, and then on the eighth it's the Dublin Underground. 
uh, film festival. We're actually we're over in Hastings on the 20th of this month. We're we're in the festival there. We were in Swindon last week. Uh, where we won Best Feature of the festival. Yes, congratulations. Yeah, you're allowed to say, you're, yeah. allowed, you're allowed to be praising of yourself, you know. Um, so this is what you should say at the checkout the next time someone starts looking you up and down and going, <laughs> yeah. I actually have these awards. I've done this thing. Here's my book. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, kindly <laughs> go and punk off, yeah. basically. <laughs> Uh, someone says, I met Baz and his fiance, your now wife, at the launch of Rosita Boland's book, uh, Generations, both motivated and hardworking. She and I feature in the book, hence our presence at the launch, says Una Hughes in oh, Balbriggan. And uh, because uh, you mentioned your wife, uh, motivated and hardworking would describe you. You're not allowed to praise yourself, obviously. You're refusing to do that. But your wife, you can. Yes, uh, 100%. Yeah. Is she kind of running, aside from all the stuff we've talked about, nearly running out of time to even talk about all the things you do. But the, the tattoo parlours you have running, where, where are they? And Yeah. I've kind of stepped away from that now like where acting's the the, the prevalent thing in my life um, and then Emma's a tattoo artist and she owns um, a private studio in Dundalk um, so she's busy there uh, she's tattooing Tommy Tiernan a lot these days Very good. <laughs> and he talks about his tattoos a fair bit so yeah quite you a bit because yeah. you were on Tommy's show yeah yeah, and you obviously started a connection there yeah and then he was he was asking me about the tattoos and then I think it was like a, a three year gap before um, he bit the bullet. Uh, it was his wife Yvonne booked him in for his uh, birthday. Oh, so, amazing! And then Emma's like tattooing him once a month now, <laughs> so he's fairly getting covered. Yeah, he, he would have done. He would have walked all the boreens you see at the west of Ireland, thinking about the tattoos. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah, I'd imagine that's yeah, what yeah. that's what happened. And is there no um, tattoo client uh, <laughs> confidentiality? Maybe. Uh, Ugh. No, it'd be all right. It'd be grand. It's, it's uh, punk, for God's sake. It's yeah, punk. yeah. We almost had Tommy for the for the movie actually, and his <sighs> uh, date, his UK tour dates, conflicted with our film and date. So yeah. we we'll, might get him for the sequel. If uh, you're, if well, you're if you didn't, you know, turn it around in seven days at a very specific time, <laughs> yeah. you could, you know, for the for the next one, as we say. And uh, there is kind of there, there's more to come. I'm sure we're going to see more. Listen, Baz Black, best of luck with everything. Absolutely, uh, it's Thanks. it's a whirlwind of accomplishments, and you should be very proud of yourself and proud of yourself in Drada, uh, where they should. <laughs> There. And and good luck. Dublin Cross the first of September. Five one five five one. That's the text back after these.